December 3rd. Now as we turn our attention to the narration of the New Testament, today we'll be reading from the book of 1 John, chapter 3, verses 7 through 24. Deliberate sin is a serious thing, as we shall find out as we read in this chapter. When you deliberately sin, you grieve the heart of the Father, who loves you and has a wonderful future planned for you. And you grieve the Savior, who died for you and delivered you from the power of Satan. Deliberate sin grieves the Holy Spirit, who lives in you and gave you a new birth. You have a new nature and a new Father. Therefore, you should live a new life. Well, to John... Lack of love is the same as hatred, and hatred is the moral equivalent of murder, according to Matthew chapter 5. Deliberate sin also grieves God's people, because we cannot minister to them as we should if we're not walking in love and in the light. So strive to have a heart that's right before God and men. Ask God to use you to be an encouragement and help to others. Love is more than a matter of words. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. December 3rd, 1 John chapter 3, verses 7 through 24. Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it is because they are righteous even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy these works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not sin, because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning, because they have been born of God. So now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not obey God's commands and does not love other Christians does not belong to God. This is the message we have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil and his brother had been doing what was right. So don't be surprised, dear brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. If we love our Christian brothers and sisters, it proves that we have passed from death to eternal life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another Christian is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers don't have eternal life within them. We know what real love is because Christ gave up His life for us. And so we also ought to give up our lives for our Christian brothers and sisters. But if anyone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need and refuses to help, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let us stop just saying we love each other. Let us really show it by our actions. It is by our actions that we know we are living in the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before the Lord, even if our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts, 
and He knows everything. Dear friends, if our conscience is clear, we can come to God with bold confidence, and we will receive whatever we request because we obey Him and do the things that please Him. And this is His commandment. We must believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as He commanded us. Those who obey God's commandments live in fellowship with Him, and He with them. And we know He lives in us because the Holy Spirit lives in us. Psalm 122, verses 1 through 9. Let us go! Do you really rejoice when you have opportunity to go to God's house and worship Him? We today can travel easily to a place of worship, but the ancient Jews had to walk a long distance. Yet the pilgrim was happy to go to God's house. And let us praise how the people loved Jerusalem. It was a holy place because the temple was there, an honored place because David's throne was there, and a happy place because the tribes were there to celebrate the greatness and goodness of God. And let us pray. We'll read about that. Do you pray for the peace and prosperity of the people in your local house of God? Do you pray for God's people Israel? There can be no peace in our world until the Prince of Peace rules his people and there is peace in Jerusalem. Psalm 122, verses 1 through 9. A song for the ascent to Jerusalem. A psalm of David. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. And now we are standing here inside your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a well-built city, knit together as a single unit. All the people of Israel, the Lord's people, make their pilgrimage here. They come to give thanks to the name of the Lord, as the law requires. Here stand the thrones where judgment is given, the thrones of the dynasty of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May all who love this city prosper. O Jerusalem, may there be peace within your walls and prosperity in your palaces. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, Peace be with you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek what is best for you, O Jerusalem. Proverbs 29, verse 1. Whoever stubbornly refuses to accept criticism will suddenly be broken beyond repair.